Before we start, I'd like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional owners of the land that we make this podcast, and I extend that respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people that are listening to this episode. Yama. Hello, I'm Raddy Walden, and this is Talking Frank, the Strip Down. Today, we're talking about the big C word, consent. In this week's main episode, we were joined by Chanel Contos to discuss consent. Oh my God, the fact that it's classified lucky mm. to have not been sexually assaulted, I think just embodies the whole situation. If you missed this episode, you can go back and have a listen. Before we get into it, I want to make it super clear that consent is more than just an important part of sex. It's absolutely necessary. A healthy relationship includes respect, trust, communication. So you've always got to gain consent from your partner before any sexual activity, whether it's kissing or whether it's full-on sex. Right, now we've got that out of the way, it's time to get into our main takeaways from this week's ep. Number one, the absence of no is not consent. Straight off the bat, consent should be explicit and an ongoing conversation. So just because you don't explicitly hear someone say no doesn't mean they're giving you consent. It's an ongoing conversation and is needed for everything. This means that consenting to one thing does not mean that that person is consenting to something else. For example, consenting to a kiss doesn't mean that that person has consented to having sex with you. And the buck doesn't just stop with one yes. Consent can be given and taken away at any time. Everyone's boundaries are different and can change at any time. So it's important that you listen and respect your partner's decision. Not only is sexual activity without consent against the law, your actions towards someone you're with can greatly affect the way they feel about you, themselves, their relationship, and sex in general. Number two, keep an eye out for body language and other non-verbal communication. If you get a negative or unsure answer, or if your partner's body language is showing uncomfortable signs at any point, then you need to stop what you're doing and ask them how they're feeling. They may be not ready, or they may have changed their mind, and that's totally okay. You need to respect their decision. The look on someone's face and their body language are also ways of communicating how they feel. For example, pulling you closer, actively touching and kissing you back, Mm -hmm. a relaxed body, and enthusiastic noises can be signs that the person is comfortable. Whereas pushing you away, turning away, or not responding to you can be signs that they're not comfortable or consenting and that you should stop. But if in doubt, stop and check in with them verbally. Number three, consent can be fun and sexy. It's super common to feel a little awkward, strange, or even intimidated asking for consent, but it's a non-negotiable. There are ways that you can ask for consent without killing the mood. I've got you back here. Here are some things that maybe you could throw around in the bedroom. Maybe you could say, what do you feel like doing next? Can I kiss you? Do you want to keep doing this? Do you have a condom? Are you comfortable? Does this feel good? See, asking for consent can be totally natural, respectful, and yes, sexy. Ding! Number four. There are times that people can't consent, so use your common sense. I'm going to spell these out for you. Firstly, consent cannot be given by individuals who are underage. This age differs across Australia, so I'd suggest looking into the legal age in your state. Secondly, if one person is in a position of authority and so there's an unequal power dynamic, such as a student engaging with a professor or an intern with their boss, consent cannot be given. This also applies if they're drunk, under the influence of drugs, asleep or unconscious. But I hope you already knew that. 
And finally, if someone is forced or coerced into sexual activity, that's not considered consent because it wasn't given freely. Number five, be clear on what sexual assault is. Forcing someone to kiss, touching their body or having sex with them when they don't want to is sexual assault. Another form of sexual assault is stealthing. And it's when someone secretly removes or intentionally damages a condom during sex without their partner's consent. This violates a person's right to make an informed decision about their body and sex and could expose them to STIs and unwanted pregnancies. The bottom line is, deliberately violating someone's boundaries or ignoring their consent is sexual assault. And there you have it, the stripped down facts from episode two on consent. After hearing all this, if you think you've been sexually assaulted, there are many places you can go to for support. You can speak to someone you trust, go to your local police, or call 1-800-RESPECT. If you want any more information, you can go to frank.org.au, give the Family Planning Australia talk line a call, or I've even popped some more consent information in the show notes below. 